When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. This is Women to Watch. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. Be inspired by women from across the globe who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Now, Women to Watch. Here's your host, Sue Rocco. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for being with us for another week of Women to Watch here on 1210 Talk Radio WPHT. We're going to have a really wonderful show this evening, and I'm so thrilled to have my guest with me. Her name is Anna Pereira. Anna is the founder of the Wellness Universe, which is an online directory and resource center for health and well-being um, on a global scale. And she's going to be with us in just a moment. She's joining us by phone uh, from New Jersey. Be sure to stay with us always during our breaks where you'll hear from our watch team of on-air contributors bringing you valuable information on your health, finance, technology, law, leadership, and diversity. And we're going to be having two brand new um, contributors in just a few weeks. I'm very excited. So we'll be making that announcement. And as our audience continues to grow, we love hearing from all of you. So please feel free to reach out to us at womentowatch.net. That's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. If you have suggestions for the show, um, questions for any of our upcoming guests, or if you're looking to get in touch with any of our watch team members, um, they would love to hear from you as well. So don't be shy. And always a big thank you to our contributors and our sponsors of the show who help us to bring it to you each and every week. So now, without further ado, I'd love to welcome to the show again, Anna Pereira, the founder of the Wellness Universe. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sue. I am really Really, really honored and, and delighted to be here with you. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to have you. And I know we're going to have a lot to talk about and probably run out of time, as I always <laughs> do. But we'll see if we can get through um, as much as we can. And the first thing I wanted to kind of start with is um, I know that you and your partner, Shari, who um, is your partner for the Wellness Universe, you've both been very transparent in sharing your own personal stories that propelled you into this world of empowerment and well-being. And I wonder if you can share a little bit about your own story with our listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's Shari Elise. Shari, Um, okay. Yeah, Shari Elise. And um, yeah, a little bit about my own story regarding how I got to where I am today is, and I, I, I just, I just kind of came out of the closet a little while ago with the real backstory to the backstory, okay. if you will. Yeah. Um, 
in growing up, I, I wasn't really um, nurtured as much as I should have been. I think I didn't have a strong sense of counting on my parents for um, encouragement. I was very much raised in a household of criticism and, um, you know, basically just do good, be good, work hard, don't get in trouble, don't get pregnant, <laughs> that type of, yeah. <laughs> that type of attitude. And, um, like academics was not stressed. It was just like, just get through school, graduate, go get a job. So, uh, I remember going through that and also the things that came along with that. Um, I was, I'm, I'm Portuguese by descent and my, in, in the neighborhood I grew up with, it was either you're Italian, white, or black. And there weren't, weren't many Portuguese, so I used to get ridiculed and bullied because I had very curly hair, and, you know, my family spoke a different language on the block. And so it was a little bit tough navigating through that. And as I really came into my own, um, and, and thank God, I've always had this artistic ability, so that was like my, that was my, shining, my shining star. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, recognized me for that. So that gave me the building blocks of confidence where in the, so many other areas of my life, I didn't have the foundations for confidence to build on or empowerment. Yeah. And so through that, basically, as I was growing up, um, I used that as a foundation to empower myself. I had a clothing line for a little while. Um, I had a jewelry collection and I really gained my confidence in coming into my own as I started my entrepreneurial journey. So Long story short is that essentially um, I was very, I felt very much alone in the world and Sherry shares her story about sexual abuse and how she stands up for that. I stand up for female empowerment and really helping an entrepreneur and a, a leader or somebody or who wants to pioneer something and make the world a better place through their contribution. That's where I really have um, a real strong, uh, you know, um, connection to. Okay. So we should men- mention you were born and raised in New Jersey. And, mm-hmm. you know, you describe yourself as having a very strong attachment to spirituality. And I was wondering, when did that first reveal itself to you? Well, growing up, I grew up in a Catholic church. Um, I never really felt comfortable or confident because I always felt like um, a detachment from what people said in church and what they did at home. And I was always that really black and white type of person. Mm-hmm. So um, I really didn't, I didn't play well in the sandbox of church. <laughs> so um, it was, but I've always, I always have, I have my beliefs and religious beliefs, which are tied to uh, my, my Catholic background. But when I really became spiritual is when I, I really, in my late twenties, I would say, I guess when you really hit like your rock bottom or when you're really alone, but you feel a presence of something greater than you is out there. Mm -hmm. That's when that, that's when that really started unfolding. And I guess it was like my, I I would have, to be honest, I'd probably say around 30, 31, really when I had my clothing line and I was really going at it completely alone. I wasn't married. I had my own house. I was funding my own uh, clothing line. Um, you know, basically, so it's like if anyone understands what it is to start your own business and it be from a creative space and the funding of and everything else, you really know <laughs> all of the stuff that you go through emotionally and financially, and you got to really have some sort of rock 
to cling to. And that's when I really got attached to and found my spiritual, um, my, my spiritual root. Yeah. And on, did you find that on your own or was there someone in your life that um, perhaps may have inspired it? Well, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of my friends at that time, actually through growing up, like I had teachers and, and guidance counselors that would talk to me like I was their friend would come and, and ask me um, for advice on things. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had some sort of wisdom or connection with people in a way to offer them guidance. I just didn't connect it to that being an inspiration and a channel that I was receiving mm. until, I was, until it was like a little bit later for me. And then I just really, as I started to really tune in and want to encourage people more and through my journey and through my experiences, along with this, channel of you know messages that I was receiving um it is really kind of how it op- it broke it broke open for me if you will when I was around 30. Okay um listen we're going to take a, a break and when we come back I want to continue to talk about that a little bit more and and what influence um your parents have had on your uh career today and the path you decided to take. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm with Anna Pereira, the founder of the Wellness Universe. Stay with us, and you'll hear from Hanadi Shahabadeen for our Diversity Watch and Fortis Wealth for our Finance Watch. This is the Women to Watch, Diversity Watch. When I was 13 years old, my dad left the house with my mom for a short drive because he needed some fresh air and never came back. My parents drove straight to the hospital that night. My dad walked into the emergency room on his feet, had a heart attack, and at a young age, doctors couldn't save him. I struggled for decades with the last conversation I had with my dad before he died. It was an insignificant argument that we never had the chance to settle. This troubled me for decades. Little did I know at 13, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, taught us that if we love someone, we have to tell them that we love them. Verbal expressions of love strengthen the relationship, and keep the hearts connected. A lesson learned hard served me well in my adult life. I make sure I'm expressing my love for the people in my life, and I'm not reserved about those feelings. I do this because I owe it to the person, and also because that's what my teachings are, and that's who I am. I remember it was my twin boy's birthday when the teacher asked us to share something about the family with their preschool friends. So I asked my son, Omar, what do we have a lot of so we can share with our friends? He said, Mom, we have a lot of love. We can give them some. If spreading love in our communities is the legacy I'm promoting as a Muslim, then be it. One of the major signs of love, of true love, is to happily give up what we want for what our loved one wants. A mom or a dad wouldn't think twice about offering their kids even the bite they're having. It comes naturally. I invite you to tell someone you love about your feelings, whether it's a friend, a spouse, or a colleague. Just let them know and do so expecting nothing in return because that's how good relationships thrive. That was a message of love from Hanadi. And if you want to connect with me, you can do so on hanadispeaksout.com. Since 1858, Mount St. Joseph Academy has been educating girls to be leaders, founders, and independent thinkers. Students are taught to be collaborative, courageous, compassionate, confident, and spiritual. 
In this student-centered environment, the young women are transformed by recognizing their own potential and are encouraged to use it to make a difference in the world. To learn more about Mount St. Joseph Academy, go to www.msjacad.org or call 215-233-3177. That's msjacad.org or 215-233-3177. Hi, this is Maggie Carrado. And this is Terry McDermott. And we're from Fortis Wealth. How well do you know your advisor? Or more importantly, how well does your advisor know you? Does he or she know your values, your goals, or your if I had all the money in the world dreams? At Fortis, we find that connecting with our potential clients on an emotional level by understanding what drives them gives us the insight we require to build a strong relational foundation. Only after this discovery process can we commit to the client-advisor relationship with a mutual understanding that we are partners with the same goals in mind. This insight helps us cover all of your financial basis. Our three-part discovery process puts these questions at the forefront of your financial future simply by starting the conversation. Oftentimes, we don't vocalize our hopes and dreams and what we would like to accomplish with our wealth. Sometimes our spouses or partners are even surprised by our answers. Part one of the discovery process covers the basics. Tell us about your family and why you have sought out financial help. What is important to you about money? What does retirement mean to you? While these questions may seem somewhat commonplace for an advisor to ask, they are the starting point to understanding goals. The deeper discovery begins in part two, when we cover understanding your principles and values. Which ones are your greatest allies and why? Which are your greatest adversaries? What would you want said about you at your funeral? While some of the process may seem more therapy than wealth planning, it is important to be in sync with our clients on several levels. How could we possibly understand how to manage your wealth without understanding what drives your financial decisions? Finally, in part three, we discuss your passions meaningful relationships, and your professional experiences. What do you want to do for the world at large? How will you help those close to you? Fortis is committed to digging deep into what drives true happiness and to not just delivering returns on your investments, but returns on life. This is Maggie. And this is Terry. And that's your Finance Watch. Peace out. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm speaking this evening with Anna Pereira, the founder of the Wellness Universe, which is an online directory and resource center for health and well-being. And we'll kind of dig into that a little bit more and and find out exactly um, what people can find there. But I wanted another question about, you know, your upbringing that I think is always pertinent to um, all of our lives and and what kind of guides us to um, pursue certain areas is the uh, message that our parents instill in us. And you were talking about not really feeling nurtured growing up. Uh, first of all, did you have siblings? I did. You did? I did. I have one sister, and we're eight years apart, so we didn't have much of that, you know, that bonding happening. Yeah. Um, I love my sister dearly. And I also want to say that I love my parents dearly. My mom is deceased now, but I, I don't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to frame it like they were horrible parents, but just that, you know, I, it, it, it was not, the structure or the foundation of me, like, let's say I run home with a scraped knee and then mommy would be there to kiss it when I got home type of thing. So I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, that's fine. Yeah. And I think that it's interesting. You said something about, you know, innately you were a creative soul. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and artistic, and perhaps you were not receiving that kind of support that you needed and because it was more of a structured upbringing. Yes. As far as the quality that shined in me, like my artistic ability, I think they were like, hey, you know, you did a great job type of thing. But they didn't, they were not, my parents had, um, had limited education while well, my dad had more of a limited education than my mom because they both came over from the islands, the Azores in Portugal. Mm-hmm. So it was a very limited, um, a limited education that he had. He had, I think it was like a fourth grade education level and really was, he was very um, accomplished and he got to places on his own also. So he's like, you know, um, from the school of hard knocks, so to speak. So he held his own, we, you know, he held down a household, he brought home a paycheck and he took care of his family. But um, yeah, I, I, I feel that, so from that perspective, academics and things like that weren't pushed in the house for me. Mm-hmm. So I had to really work a little bit harder. Um, also, there was no plan for me in life. Uh, there was no like, are you going to college? Or are you not going to college? And in fact, and I, and I share this once in a while too. Um, you know, I was, I was probably about 15, which I should have been planning for college way before that, but I was like probably 15 or 16 and I was in the kitchen with my parents and I'm like, well, I want to go to college. And so this is another, another piece of the puzzle, uh, the fear mindset and the scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to go to college. And my father says, you're not going to college. We can't afford it. Like okay. that was seriously what he said to me. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and I'm sure from you're hearing a completely different um, message from teachers and guidance counselors and peers about what you should be doing. Right. Of yeah. course. And, and for me, I, I was like, oh, well, that's because they're rich or that's because they're supported. I wasn't even thinking of myself in that same frame because mm-hmm. I didn't have any of that around me in the house. Okay. So let's talk about how you launched the, um, the, the fashion business that you did, because that, as you mentioned, takes a lot of, first of all, takes a lot of guts and courage to, <laughs> you know, to be an entrepreneur. And um, tell me where that inspiration came from and, and how you went about doing that. Thanks. Yeah, I, I actually loved having, it was more of a t-shirt line, uh, custom, uh, custom um, made to order t-shirt line and I would this is like back in the the night the well the early 2000s when the sayings were really big on the t-shirts and the the initial shirts and stuff like that um people were very in fashion and the misses shirts were out so I basically developed my own line of t-shirts and tank tops and things and people could order whatever color they wanted the writing in and I did this all by hand and then I embellished everything with frosting crystals and um, then I came up with some really fun type of shirts that said, like, the grass is greener right here. And or I have a shirt with an ice cream cone. I says the flavor of your lifetime. So it's like tongue in cheek empowerment type of shirts for women. Uh-huh. And the name of the line was actually called super sexy, because what I conveyed as sexy in a woman, what I feel is really her, her confidence. Mm. It's not about what's hanging out or right. what's showing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's about confidence. And right. so everyone, that's really what makes a woman truly sexy. So that's, that was that whole concept. And I really stepped into that empowerment role um, at that time and really started embracing my messages and sharing that through my clothing line. And it's funny because 
when I did some buyer's markets and I would, I'd be at the, at the expos, people would come up to me and as I would tell them about what inspired the line and they're like, are you a motivational speaker? I said, I don't know what a motivational speaker is. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Maybe I am. <laughs> well, I want to mention, too, you, you also spent some time as the head um, of a division of a multimillion dollar manufacturer of pet products. Mm-hmm. And in my research, I, I saw that you launched a new product called Personalized Pooch that was yeah. really successful. <laughs> Where did the inspiration for that come from? Well, that essentially came from the clothing, okay. uh, the clothing line that I did, the T-shirt line that I did. And, and the, um, the ability at that time, I was really thinking of um, also in, infiltrating other markets where um, uh, dog, doggy mommies can go out to like the art store and go and buy a little T-shirt that they can embellish on their own, as well as the pet stores sell this. So it was like they had, we custom designed um, uh what's called the decals with the crystals mm-hmm. and then the t-shirts for the dogs. And they had to be different sizes because obviously t-shirts for humans are one thing, but t-shirts for dogs are a whole different story because you have the teeny tiny ones for chihuahuas all the way on up to, you know, for a lab. Right. So it, it or, was, Great yeah, or, or Great Dane. Yeah. Or Great Dane. Yeah. So. Well, I want, I want to hear a little bit more about that. We're going to take another uh, quick break and we will be back with Anna Pereira, the founder of the Wellness Universe. Stay with us for our Health Watch with Dr. Marianne Ritchie and our Leadership Watch with Holly Dowling. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. Health Watch. This is Dr. Marianne Ritchie. November. Be aware that pancreatic cancer, the number four cause of cancer death, numbers are rising. The pancreas is very deep in the abdomen, so symptoms usually don't appear until the disease has spread and the outlook is grim. Weight loss, jaundice, a dull ache in your upper belly, and it's so close to the back that sometimes back pain is the first sign. What risk factors can you change? Well, smokers have twice the risk as never smokers. Overweight and obesity bumps your risk by 20%, especially with extra weight around your waistline. Type 2 diabetes, some studies link heavy alcohol intake. Things you can't change, there's a sharp rise in cases after age 45, men slightly more risk than women, African Americans, higher risk than Caucasians. Some people even have an inherited form of pancreatitis. At Jefferson GI, we focus on cases that cluster in families. For instance, some have a genetic abnormality like BRCA1 or 2, or the Lynch syndrome. Other families don't have a specific gene abnormality, but might have two close relatives like a parent-child. We do genetic testing if you have pancreatic cancer with one close relative with pancreatic or a relative with melanoma. If you're Ashkenazi Jewish and have a relative with pancreatic cancer or hereditary pancreatitis. The best screening test is endoscopic ultrasound, which is upper endoscopy with an ultrasound attached. No radiation, great images, and we collect fluid and pancreas cells. Jefferson is where you belong. Our Pancreas Cancer Screening Center, led by Drs. Thomas Kowalski and David Lauren, have screened for over 20 years. Nationally recognized scholars with one of the highest volumes in the country, six faculty members do over 1,200 ultrasound procedures a year. Extensive research, a family cancer registry follows patients at risk. In the clinic, you'll see a physician who treats pancreas problems all day, every day. They make me proud to say I'm a Jefferson GI doctor. So, Divas, stay ahead of this devastating cancer. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW and come home to Jefferson. Do you have a financial advisor who you trust that looks at you as more than just a number? At the Foley-Hillsley Group, that person is Kristen Hillsley. 
Kristen's team has a different approach to managing your wealth called the Panorama Process. This unique process helps you obtain your financial goals easily because it's more than just investments, it's about you. To learn more, visit their website at fhbaird.com or call 610-238-6636. The Foley-Hilsey Group is affiliated with Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated Member SIPC. Log on to fhbaird.com to learn more. That's fhbaird.com. So if you need a financial advisor you can trust, call Kristen Hillsley at 610-238-6636. That's 610-238-6636. Introducing Pathways Consulting Group, a company that will align your IT needs with your business goals. Pathways is a full-service ServiceNow partner. What does that mean? It's simple. Pathways will collaborate and design, develop, and deploy solutions for your company today that will define tomorrow. Pathways will provide world-class enterprise service management solutions. Pathways Consulting Group. They listen. They care. They execute. Go to PathwaysCG.com. That's PathwaysCG.com. Hi, everybody. Holly Dowling here with your Leadership Watch. So did you know that the Gallup organization did a study many years ago? They continue to do the research around this. They asked parents with children, your parent comes home or your child comes home with a report card, and you as a parent, you look at the report card and you see two A's, a B, a C, and an F. Where do the parents focus their attention? 77% of the parents focused on the F. So we're not saying you ignore the F. But do you want to know what we really are trying to find out? Strength-based leadership. It's my expertise. It's what I love to bring to this world. Where are you focusing your attention? What's driving the A's? We take so much for granted in this world, and it begins as children. We take for granted what God put in, and we take for granted all of that brilliance and amazing gifts. And where do we begin to focus our attention? On what's missing or what we believe needs to be fixed. So I use that research study as a grounding point to say, as a leader, are you leading through a strength-based approach? And if you're not, it's time to shift your approach. You know I'm passionate about high performance and engagement, and what your people need from you is truly to begin rekindling and focusing your attention on their strengths. What's driving the A's? Why did you hire them to begin with? And let's dig deep into those A's. Let's dig deep into those strengths. And you can ask a simple question on your next one-on-one. I want you to ask people this. Tell me about a recent success. What drove that success? And thirdly, tell me what you're looking forward to next week or next quarter. And then leaders, do the greatest gift of the thing you can give people the most, and that's perk up your ears and start to listen. It's all about asking powerful questions and then listen. To learn more, I would love to hear from you because I'm passionate about the gift of leading others. Please reach out to me at hollydowling.com. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Welcome back. I'm, I'm speaking this evening with Anna Pereira, the founder of the Wellness Universe. And you're probably wondering how that came about. We've been talking about T-shirts and the pet industry. Um, <laughs> so perhaps we should talk about uh, the catalyst for the Wellness Universe and really what, you know, um, what started you on this course, which is really what you're doing today. 
Sure. Now, this is, this is, of course, what makes me the most happiest to talk about. Right. <laughs> so you're going to light up. I can tell. I, I am rolling up my sleeves right now, Sue. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I have to start at the beginning. And I ha- was at a point in my life where I had actually what happened after that. I don't even know if I'm supposed to legally talk about this, but what happened was I had um, been headhunted by another company in the industry when I was in the pet industry. And then what happened was I was told, no, no, you signed, you know, the, the, the thing that you signed that you can't go and work for a competitor mm-hmm. um, exclusive or whatever. But that usually is, you know, it's a certain miles, you know, around, around the, 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 your place of work. So I felt this was in Manhattan. It's far enough out. And they're like, no, sorry, it's not. And then I, the job fell through. So then I was left without anything because I was going to go obviously be hired out by a, a company for a much, much higher salary. Okay. And so I'm back to doing the clothing line and then, um, and I was doing it all by hand out of my studio. And I had run into somebody who really took advantage of me in business. I was going to be starting a, a t-shirt line in conjunction with her mm-hmm. and she really took advantage of me. And here I was like on, like on my knees at this point, and I was, I was done. I, I was cooked. I was finished. I just threw my hands to God, and I said, you know, I'm done. I'm single. I hadn't had found anybody up until this point. I was just done. I was like 35 years old, I believe. Um, and then after several months, uh, I, I, I literally asked God, I'm like, can you just bring me someone that – I, that will help me to learn what my happiness is, that I'll be, ha- I'll be happy in life with, mm-hmm. not just with that person, but I'll explore and find my happiness. And who, ma- who makes uh, beautiful babies with me? <laughs> so that, that kind of covers everything. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. I I, I all bases were covered. Not a big wish, not a big not dream, a, a just, big you know, the basic. Exactly. Yeah. But, but through that, I, I had given up and given over and released like, oh, what if they own a house? Whose house are we going to sell? Whose house are we going to move into? Oh, what about this judgment and that judgment? All of that went out the window that it was like January or February of 2009. And then I had even more problems after that. I even, when I thought that I couldn't think any deeper, I had more issues. And then one day I met who my, my now husband is. And we had our first date, and I'll make this one short. I, we had our first date on October 26th of 2009, and we were married on December 23rd of 2009. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. It, it was really amazing, especially since I was 36 at the time, and it took that long to find somebody and be, and be married in that short amount of time. Yeah. And you're still together today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And he is my prince. Everyone knows us, you know, as, you know, you know, he's my prince and he's just, he's an amazing, amazing character. He's not even so charismatic. He's just, he's a transparent person without ego, very grounded, very business savvy. He's very confident and with no ego or arrogance. He's just an amazing human being. Mm. I was very, very blessed. God heard me at the beginning of the year. Yeah, your prayers were answered for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's why this is this is what it's up to where I'm at now because I I have the the casework is here, Sue. The casework is done. Yeah, the proof the proof is done. It really did happen. So, um, you know, he had soccer academies here in New Jersey. He had almost 200 kids in his academy. So I'm just thinking like la la la. We're just gonna like 
living out in New Jersey. And a few months later, he actually happened to be very big in the professional soccer uh, and sports world. He was called out of the country to go and restructure a European soccer team and um, represent a coach for a, a team that was being bought. And so that took him out of the country. And if anybody knows anything about the, um, the, the, the status for uh, citizenship or green card status, when you start your status, you have to remain in the country for two years without leaving. If you exit the country, you cannot come back in and you have to start the process over again. Mm. I did so not know that. Yeah, I did not know how that works. Yes. So literally six months after we get married, he gets this opportunity and he picks up and he goes to Spain. And so I'm like, okay, I feel like a military wife, basically, like I'm just getting to know him. And then he gets called off to duty and I have to figure out like how, you know, what's going to happen next. Yeah. So, well, and what were you doing at that time as far as work? Were you still in between I, searching? I, Yes, I, okay. was, I, I had the clothing line by, that I was doing by hand, and I was doing, like, craft shows, selling online, selling on Etsy, um, you know, doing – I had a website and everything. So I just – I had my clothing line, but I was doing it by hand still and, and kind of custom. Okay. But, yeah, and at that time it had moved also. It had shifted to become more spiritually based, like with guardian angels on them, the word blessed, things like that, mm-hmm. but very fun and funky and spiritual. So um, that was that was really cool po- part of how I got to where I am now. So I got more and more in tune with my inspiration and, and, and how it was coming through. And so eventually I ended up moving to Portugal. So I lived, that's how I live now between Portugal and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And of course he's gotten his citizenship. So he's been back to New Jersey too. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> good, good. And so when I was there, I'm like, what am I going to do? He's like, hon, you don't have to work if you don't want. You can stay home. And I'm like, I got to do something. I'm like, you nuts. I'm like, I, I am a person, I'm a doer, I'm a doer, I got to do something. So I came up with the jewelry collection, and then I was um, half manufacturing that in New Jersey with some artists along with myself in Portugal. And then from there, I created a Facebook page that I said, hmm, I'm going to start sharing my inspirational messages and in- messages of encouragement with people. So I started building my Facebook page. Okay, listen, hold that thought, because yes. this is a great story, and I want to come Thank back you. to it. We're okay. going to take one last break. Stay with us for our Legal Watch, Carol Weinman, and I'll be back with Anna Pereira. Now, the women to watch, Legal Watch. Imagine this. Your child is being held down in a classroom for five minutes, then handcuffed by police. Now, add to that, your child has autism. And on top of that, your child is speech impaired. That's what happened in Texas to a parent of an eight-year-old son with autism. The officer kept telling the student to calm down, and he answered, I can't, and started screaming. The traumatic experience caused this student to have suicidal thoughts, which landed him in a hospital for eight days. This was not the first time he had troubling behavioral incidents. Yet according to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, the school refuted mom's request for a crisis intervention plan because, it said, his behavior was not impeding his learning. Does this sound like a functional learning environment to you? More and more student encounters with the criminal justice system begin at school. Our schools need to be a safe place for all students and a place that fosters learning for all students. Educational institutions are invested in cultivating a student's highest potential 
Situations like the one in Texas are becoming more commonplace only because educators lack the requisite skills to handle these students. This desperate need calls for training. Schools need tools to fix the problem. That's why I am passionate and committed to training educators and school administrators how best to manage students with autism. Schools will feel more empowered and in better understanding these students, everyone involved can breathe a little easier. For more information on educational trainings, please contact me on my website at WeinmanLawOffice.com. Attorney and leading autism expert Carol Weinman offers one-of-a-kind solutions to your legal and autism needs. Recognized nationwide as the one and only autism legal expert, Weinman delivers exceptional results. Weinman is a master at putting together pieces to create a remarkable outcome. Contact Weinman at 215-591-3614 or at autismlegal.com. That's autismlegal.com. Carol Weinman, the leading nationwide expert autism attorney. Who is Holly Dowling? Holly is a dynamic keynote speaker and inspirational thought leader. You see what we have the ability to do and the power we have. You hold the power for good. Each and every one of us can do something. Holly has inspired millions around the world, including over 500,000 executives. And her show is listened to in 87 countries. Now we're going to spend 25 minutes on your areas of opportunity. Listen to our internationally acclaimed podcast, A Celebration of You, Holly Dowling, empowering those who can change the world. HollyDowling.com. Now more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Welcome back. I, uh, I'm speaking with Anna Pereira, and, and we were just in the middle of really what... Um, allowed the wellness universe to take off. And it really was just Anna putting out her inspiration to the world through social media, which really is a testament to some of the positive sides of social media. We know there's a lot of downside. Um, I want to share a quote, Anna. I love this quote. There's obviously many, many quotes associated with you and your work. Um, but this one resonated with me. You said, authenticity is the epicenter to long-term joy and success. Always be you. I love that. Um, because <laughs> I, th- I think that is so very true for every human on the planet. If they're able to tap into that, that's where not only their their joy comes from, but that's where also their success comes from, because they're allowing their true self to come through um, and their gifts. So absolutely. I'm right. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, so tell me, you know, just before the break, you were explaining how you put your inspiration out into the world there, and that was from your heart, and that was the beginning of the wellness universe. Yes, and I, I want to thank you for bringing that quote up, because I've written so many of those memes that I honestly have lost track, because I'll just sit down and write them and, and create them on the computer that I've totally forgotten sometimes what I've written. I, I really have <laughs> that was the, a good I, one, right? My book one day. Yeah, right. Yes, You're like, oh, you. did I write that? that? Uh, did yeah. I say that? I was like, wow, that sounds great. Rolling off her tongue. That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks. So, yeah, essentially, my my circles of inspiration page was actually created for my jewelry collection, but like literally within four days because I have a very good, keen sense of business and I can I could see things and why things are working the way they're working and. I understood how Facebook was working and what they were doing on the business and strategy side eventually after things started rolling along. And then in 2013, I'm like, hmm, 
Yeah, this is not a space for us. I mean, I was always aware, hey, if it's free, something, you know, something's going to happen. It's not your, it's not your website. You don't own mm. it. They have control over it. Right. You know, they could kick you off at any moment. All of these things were uh, super apparent to me. Yeah. But there was, there was another shift that happened and I'm like, it's, this is really not the place for wellness practitioners and people who are really providing services to the world to be found easily. So mm-hmm. I wanted to create the space where all of these people could come together as a community as well, because going back to when I was that solopreneur in my basement, working all day in my, my art studio, I also knew how lonely it was and how hard the struggles were and how hard it is to find your community of people that you can trust. You might find other artists, but are they business minded? Mm, you might find other right. business people, but they're not artists. Yeah, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, so all of this kind of came to me like in a flash of light. I'm like, I, I was literally sitting in my room, in my house in Portugal. It was September of 2013. I'm looking at my computer. I'm like, we need our own space and I'm the one to create it. Literally, that was it. And from there, I connected with Shari. Um, and then we just basically started putting all of this together, it, you know, and what you see now at the wellnessuniverse.com is, um, four or five, five years, uh, of working, um, after the first year of getting the idea together, getting the initial, initial community together, there was one website, which was a directory of Facebook pages of people who were inspirational and motivational and we really wanted to cover all the gamuts of wellness because in our heart of hearts, we know that it's everything that makes you happy, healthy, and whole. It's your confidence, your emotional well-being, your balance, your spiritual well-being, um, and, your, and your physical well-being. It, it's hard to be happy when you're in chronic pain mm-hmm. um, physically. Right. So we know it's all of these things and financial well-being and occupational well, you know, your occupational well-being. All of this comes together. So that's what we want to represent is like, this is a really big task. Um, how are we going to do this? But Sherry and I stick through it. It's our first and first priority in our lives. Um, it's how Sherry channels her message also for how she wants to touch lives through um, her story of abuse and empowering women and guiding people and inspiring them. And also for me to channel my message of inspiring and empowerment and um, basically you know, I'm here with my hands out for anyone who wants to help themselves up and not pull me down with them. Mm. That's really what I, I love to do. And that inspired the wellness universe because on so many levels, I feel that it helps the people who are the practitioners and the entrepreneurs and solopreneurs to the people who are looking for the help they need. So, you know, you come here and you actually connect with a person, a human being for their particular skills in, you know, nutrition or wellness or um, mindfulness or yoga or Reiki or whatever it is, you can connect with a human being, not a page like on Facebook where you don't know who you're talking to. I love that. It's like a market for wellness. So people are going there and and being connected to just the right person. Um, Real quick, is it is it a free site? Yes, it's. It's free for if you're a practitioner mm-hmm. or someone who's just doing something to make the world a better place. It's free. And then there's upgraded levels just like on any other platform, on other platforms like LinkedIn. And then if you want to sign up where you can communicate with people, it's free. Okay. And that would, that would be a Woo friend. We call them Woo World Changers, Wellness Universe World Changers, and Woo Friends, Wellness Universe Friends. 
and that way you can communicate. But anyone can browse the site because it is a website-based platform, so you can actually browse and find people without even having to sign up. But of course, we would love to have sign-ups so we can, you know, send you directly what you need through um, what you choose as your interest. Yeah, and listen, it's a lot of work, so I'm sure you know you have to have a business model to keep this all going. Um, and so, I listen, if you're listening, I really encourage you to go to thewellnessuniverse.com. Um, if you're looking for help in any areas, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, um, it's all there. Um, and Anna and Sherry Elise have really put together some wonderful resources and support. Um, any last words of wisdom, Anna, for our listeners? No, I just want to say thank you, Sue, to you for spreading the message of women who are in the position of leadership and empowerment and authentic because we need more of this and we need it spread. So thank you for supporting me through your show today. And thank you for supporting all the women that you support through everything that you do. Oh, you're so welcome, Anna. I, I appreciate you joining us today. Please stay in touch and continued success. Absolutely. And to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Stay with us now for our Tech Watch with Mary Manzo. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. Tech Watch. Hi, I'm Mary Manso of Pathways Consulting Group. The last couple of weeks, my segments have been about the lack of women in the technology industry and why it matters and what steps we can take to closing the gap. To recap, although more companies are including women in their technology roadmap, the percentages of women earning computer science degrees keeps decreasing. To break the cycle, we must address the issue top down and bottom up. Tonight, I'd like to close the loop on my series and talk about how we as adults can influence young girls to look at technology differently. Before I dive in, I want to stress why I believe it matters. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, employment in computer systems design and related services will grow by 3.9% compared with the national industry average of 1.3. Clearly, the tech industry is the place to be for job seekers, and I believe this number will grow. With so much opportunity, getting young girls interested at an early age without forcing it on them is key. To foster a love for something, you need to make it a part of everyday life. To do this, we need to spark a young girl's interest in science, technology, engineering, and math activities. Play-Doh to Play-Toe.com is an incredible website that provides awesome ideas. Pour a rainbow into a jar, uses everyday household ingredients to create a magical jar full of colors that can be displayed. The next time you're at the beach, make a sand volcano. All you need is a bucket of sand, vinegar, baking soda, and it creates a great fun activity. Madewithcode.com was started because increasingly more aspects of our lives are powered by technology, yet women aren't represented in the roles that make technology happen. They have great activities to teach girls about computer coding, like make the next film or design the next trend in fashion. With Google at your fingertips, it doesn't take much effort to find fun ways to foster a girl's interest through activity without forcing technology on them. If you're interested in more great websites and articles, contact me at mary at pathwayscg.com. That's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thank you so much, as always, to our sponsors and contributors for helping me to bring you the real story behind her title. Have a great week. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.